This episode of the Icon Minority Podcast is sponsored by Childish Gambinos. This is America, the tour. You heard us talk about it for months on the podcast now. You even seen the video. So now it's time for you to get your tour tickets if you don't have them already. The link is in the description. It's starring Childish Gambino and special guest Ray Schremer and for some select dates for you lucky people, Vin Staples. So make sure you go out and get your tickets for This Is America. Thanks again to Charles Gambino for sponsoring this episode of the Icon Minority Podcast. Without further ado, let's start the show. Welcome to the Icon Minority Podcast episode eight, more than 92. I am one of your hosts, G.J. Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. LeBron James. And joining me as always is the person that wasn't originally supposed to be here, but here now, Lady Godiva. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling good. It's episode 100, if y'all didn't catch that in the intro. Oh my God. 100 episodes. What the hell? (laughs) Right? I would like to thank each and every one of you that have stuck with us for 100 episodes. The good, the bad, the ugly, the imperfection. Mostly, mostly perfection because I know y'all hate. I I get it. I know y'all hate when I joke and say that the podcast sucks. I know y'all hate that. So I stopped doing it ever since episode 30. So I haven't done it lately. So I'm sorry. Don't yell at me. But yeah, I I appreciate y'all. Yo, people really get mad when I say the podcast. Because you remember... Actually, no, we'll hold on. So, we we'll just want to thank all y'all for checking out the Icon Minority Podcast each and every week. We have made it to episode 100. I would have never thought that we will make it 100 episodes. How about you? Not at all. Honestly, I was just like, okay, and here we are. I was shocked. I was shocked that we made it to 10. I was like, people were not going to listen. People, I thought people was not going to listen to this podcast at all. You know, even after this mark right now, this 100th episode... I still feel weird about people listening to me, even though, I mean, like, you, you, you're you awesome. But. Well, th- well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, yeah. But you're awesome, too, though. You're I, I knew from the go, if, if just to reference what I, like, this, if y'all haven't caught on, we're going to try to mix in the regular podcast episode with just giving y'all some, some behind-the-scenes stuff. So, if you are listening to this episode, make sure that you go ahead and give it a like. Give it a five star on, on iTunes or Apple Podcast. You know, share it on share it on whatever social media platform you on, and make sure that you follow us on whatever social media platform you are. That is the Awkward Minority on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, theawkwardminority.com, and it's the Minority Awkward if you're on Twitter. But yeah, just be sure to tag us and stuff. We love to interact with you guys. We're always in the comment section, and yes, it's really us. That's really just, it's really, it's mostly Dre. It's mostly Dre. I'm not, I'm not going to take Dre's credit. Mostly Dre. Dre's social, uh, social media director. She's on there having conversations with y'all full blown. Dre is a motivational speaker out here in these streets. <laughs> I love Dre. Yeah. I'm so glad she, you know, applied for the intern position and she's just amazing. She's so cool. Yo, Dre be out here in these streets. This one dude was like, yo, Dre posted something. She was like, yo. I really needed that at this time. And Dre was like, yeah, you got this, man. Stick with it. You know, God put you on this plan. Da, 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 da. I was like, man, Dre out here motivational speaking. They love they love Dre. So, yeah, Dre does the social media. Y'all can go, y'all can follow her at Dre2E24 on Instagram. Look at me remembering things. But, yeah, 
like I said in the intro, if y'all was wondering, I said that Lady Godiva wasn't originally supposed to be here. When the when the um Aka Minority first got started, it was supposed to be me and another person. I guess they I guess just 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 for just for no just for they won't look up the person and start slandering them. I'm just gonna say that shall remain nameless. That person shall remain nameless. But it was supposed to be me, this other person that was gonna do a podcast. And we originally did it's this it's this lost episode that I was gonna share, but I'm not gonna share because our viewers probably a drop. But anyway, it was supposed to be me and this other person, but they just wasn't good. Is that is that a good is that a good analysis of it? They just wasn't they wasn't fluent enough with their words. Or like there wasn't chemistry, I guess you could say, you know, you know how like when you any any um thing that people do for the entertain entertainment business, I guess you could say you have to have somebody that's like your hype man that you know you can go back and forth with, uh, you know, fill in each other's sentences and stuff like that. So yeah, it just yeah. just wasn't a per just wasn't a person that was meant to be on the podcast because a lot of people think that doing podcasts are easy thing and that you come in you just do the podcast but it's, it's easy in a sense but some people just don't have that knack like it does take a certain knack to be able to talk to an empty space for a whole hour as it may be so i wanted to bring in lady godiva because i was like okay because i was trying to make it work i was like okay if you take two people that can't do it you need a third person to crack that ice, a third person to be because I because then here's a podcast tip. You should never have dead space. Dead space is this right here. You see, I nobody was talking for a short period of time. If you're not talking for a short period of time, the listener gets bored. So you should never have that. But anyway, so we wanted to bring in Lady Godiva. She didn't want Lady Godiva to come in. I knew that Lady Godiva would be a good fit. Lady Godiva didn't want to do it. She was like, well, she don't want me on. I'm like, no, trust me, this is going to work. End up having to happen was I ended up having to make it a choice. And as you can see, episodes, episode 100, accolades later, I made the right choice in bringing in Lady Godiva because she obviously turned out to be a person that y'all love. I'm not talking. By the way, I'm not talking about sad girl Mia right now. Mia, Mia, Mia's a total. Mia, Mia, Mia filled in for Lady Godiva. Shout out to Mia. Mia, I be trying to have her on the podcast, but she be too busy. She, she filled in. She filled in for you. Why right. you was? Why you was and on vacation? I bacon, really appreciate that. On hiatus. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was crazy because when you told me. Like, hey, you know, you want to try this out? You know, like the, with the podcast. I was like, no, because I. She was like, "What the fuck is?" She was like, "What is a podcast?" Yeah, I was so you know ignorant to it. I don't know, but I and I was like, "Who would want to listen to me? I don't know anything about anything." I was deprived as a child as far as like the entertainment world. You know what I mean? Like, I had strict parents and stuff so i mean not you know like pg g pg rated <laughs> i couldn't yeah okay we're not going there but anyways <laughs> um i have a great mentor right here you you are really good you're easy to talk to um whenever we started out with the topics and stuff like you know we were really organized we were able to um chime in I, I was able to chime in whenever i had an idea you you did too of course and um yeah this is so cool it's just like it, it's so nice to be able to have a platform 
Well, I'm glad that we were able to provide you with that platform for you to be able to speak. Which is which is which is funny because this wasn't even going back to just going back to some more behind the scenes. The original name of the Icon Minority Podcast, I, we were so gassed about the original name because I had because at first I had to do two podcasts because at first it was gonna be me because it came it was gonna be me and my friend and it was gonna be Lady Godiva. Well, Lady Godiva is my friend, but it was gonna be Lady Godiva and me and then the other person and me, whatever. I'm, I, that's not even grammarly. It's not even grammarly correct, but whatever. With this podcast, whatever. So we had to come up with a name for this podcast, and I think the name, the name, the name was something. It was the name was million dollar, million dollar ideas, but a dollar short and a day late. No. What was what was the name? What was the name? No. What did we say it was? It's kind of like that, but it was a little shorter than that. Million dollar, uh, million dollar ideas and the and the dollar short. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I don't know. I got it at a day late. At a day late. You remember when we came up with that? We're like, oh yes, this is it. We were so hype. We were so hype about. You would think that we just came up with the most brilliant idea in the world. Like till this, (laughs) we thought it was the most genius damn name ever. Looking back on it, I don't know. What the hell we was thinking? Because it's not a bad name. It's not a bad name by any stretch of the imagination. But how the hell are we going to... What was going to be the topic? What was going to be the topic format? Like, when we first started this podcast, we wanted to make sure people knew that we didn't give a fuck about pop culture. Like, if you ever listen to this podcast, you'll notice that when we used to when we used to do the, um, the listener, when the listeners, we let the listeners pick the, the majority of the topics... It would be like a. It just felt like we didn't know what the fuck. We we was entertaining, but it was entertaining in the sense that they don't they don't really give a fuck about this and they're trying type of way, instead of being entertaining like they're knowledgeable. Because we wanted to make sure y'all knew we were smart. We was we was those people, and then so it felt like that title was appropriate because I don't know what the hell was going to talk about. I I still remember the logo to this day, and y'all been not steal this idea because I copyrighted it. So we good. It was gonna be a. It was gonna be the moon. You're gonna see the moon, right? Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see an astronaut in the distance. He was gonna be at a gas station, a space station, getting gas. Well, I, well, he was gonna be get. The theory is he was gonna be getting gas, but he didn't calculate how much it was gonna cost to get to the moon. He just knew how to get to the moon. Hence the million dollar idea and being a dollar short. He didn't calculate how much gas it would take to actually get to the moon, so he ran out of gas. So a million, so what it is, a million dollar, so a million dollar ideas and a dollar short type thing. Yeah, I think that we could still use that for a, a different project though, because I, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have that same concept. You know, they they see the end result, they see their vision. But they're just a dollar short, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's like the doc. It's like the doc. It's like the Doctor Seuss library. Like it was built, and they didn't. The the architect didn't take account the weight of the books. So now every year, I think they fixed it at this point. But every year, the library was sinking into the ground. Like it sunk. Like the Doctor Seuss library sunk into the ground to a certain point because they fixed it, and now it looks. I guess it looks cool, and it represents 
stupidity and not counting for the books or whatever. But it's, it's like, it's so it's like one of those notions. So we could do something where we talk, actually, I'm not going to get out. Actually, I'm shut up because I don't want to get out a whole idea until we do that idea. Because people do be out here stealing in these streets. Our, our misfits are loyal. It's the listeners that are not really misfits. You know what I mean? Yeah, these new, we might not let, we might not, we might not let you new, we might not let you new people in on this episode. We might not even post this up. We might not even let y'all know this episode out. Like the misfits knowing it's out. So if you're listening to this, feel privileged. We ain't doing no promos. We might, we're going to do promos. I'm joking. We're going to do promos. I don't, I, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's, that's that. So, yo, okay. I think, oh, go ahead. Sorry. You can go. You can go. Okay. So I think that we owe it to our misfits to let them know how we became friends. Like, you know, so the little background Maybe. I was just going to talk about me and Dre fighting about Insecure, but by all means. <laughs> okay, so maybe you have a different version. I don't know, but maybe we could just like fill it in for each other. Let's hear, let's hear, let's hear your version of this story. Okay, Twitter. That's basically it. <laughs> what the hell is going to be my version? What the hell? Sweet, sweet, um, bitch. Sweet, sweet. Eep. Nah, let me Twitter that. I know the Annie Milanakis had a song. Nah, let me Twitter that. When I come to the club on the Tweet, tweet. <laughs> Yo, that song was hitting. Look up Annie Milanakis. Twitter that. His okay. manager, I remember his manager at the time sent me that song like, yo, get your Friday started off right. I was like, the fuck? I opened, because I saw, because this is the manager for like Kids in the Hallway too. So I'm thinking he's sending me a kid, yo, remember Kids in the Hallway? The rap group? So I'm thinking he's sending me like some dope Kids in the Hallway shit. I opened the link. That's like, because he knew he, he knew he had me too. Because this was the days you had to like download shit. So he knew he had me. So I'm downloading it. I open it. Tweet, tweet, bitch. Tweet, tweet. I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Pull up to the club on Duh, Twitter that. Then he got a video for it, too. Then he said, oh. it was like, I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some, I'm going to get some groceries at Fred's. Nah, let me Twitter that. That, then the video, he was like, that, 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 that cashier is cute. Nah, let me Twitter that. Then when they turn around to do, he's like, ah, oh, let me Twitter that. <laughs> Is you have to you have to watch the video. It's so funny. I hope the video is still up. I hope the video is still up because I re, I generally find that video. That's one. That song. Animal Nakas at at one point was rapping with Little B. So he can Animal Nakas can rap. He can rap. So the song is funny. Like just listen to it in a funny sense. Don't think about hear bars. You're not about to bar right. miss you to death. But I, I found it to be pretty funny. But yeah, that's how we met on on the on the on the, on the, on the Twitter on the Twitter dot com. Yeah, say Twitter.com. That's black. That's black when I had that Blackberry, and it was like no. It was like back when I had a Blackberry, and it was no such thing as Wi-Fi calling, and I lived in like the boondocks. Oh my god, the black. It was Blackberry. Was it iPhone or what was it that like people? You know, it was popping then. Blackberry. It was no. The iPhone didn't exist. I don't. Well, the iPhone didn't exist. The iPhone wasn't. The iPhone wasn't really something that people had. Everybody had Blackberries. And I remember I had my Blackberry, and I felt like I felt like the man with the the Blackberry with the side scrolls. Shot the Drake. 
So if you find a Blackberry with the side scroll, set that motherfucker to anybody that I know. Because I need they need it much more than I ever will. I'm getting new <laughs> shit. I'm getting better still. Oh man, yeah, yo, it's okay. Any Milanakis Twitter that is on, it's on, it's yo, the thing, it came out nine years ago. Wow, good lord, tweet, tweet, bitch, tweet, 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 I love that song, man. I love it. It don't even have a million views. This is this is a tragedy. Wow, you know, any Milanakis is like 50 years old. Let me tweet that. It really was. It really. That's how Twitter was when it first came out. Twitter oh nine. Everything you did, you tweeted. Yep. He said. Uh, he said. I just woke up. Nah, let me Twitter that. I'm going downstairs. Nah, let me Twitter that. Everything. Everything when Twitter first came out. Like Aston. I remember Aston Kutcher and P Diddy was the first. They was racing to be the first people to get to a million followers, and it was like on CNN and all this stuff. It was. Twitter was an interesting time then. But yeah, that's, that's but yeah, y'all look up the Animal Nakis song. Y'all look at y'all look it up. It's pretty. It's a pretty good song. Nah, let me tweet that. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, tweet, bitch. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Yeah. So hold up. You said um, jumping back to insecure. You, you said you and Dre are looking forward to insecure. Isn't that tonight? The newest. The newest one. Don't confuse, don't confuse the listeners. Insecure comes back Sunday. <laughs> it's because I want it back tonight. I see. I'm like, I'm like tonight. I'm like me. No, it's coming back Sunday. So I had to start a fight with Dre. I text Dre like, you ready for, you ready for this new season of Issa Rae making bad decisions? She's like, no. She like, <laughs> she she was like, first of all, she left Lawrence, so all her all her bad decisions are left behind. She's on the right path. And I was like. She's sleeping on her ex her ex boyfriend's couch. She's already on the wrong path. Then she told us, "Oh, she's saving money." Oh. <laughs> Issa Rae about to make so many bad decisions this season. It, I'm all, I'm here for it. We we are having a watch party on Twitter like we always do. Make sure you go to the minority awkward Twitter. I make sure I put up the post. We'll make sure we get a post up for y'all to know where to go. But we will be having we will be having a watch party. For insecure, like we always do. I'm gonna make sure to get out a schedule of stuff we tw- we um Twitter watch together as a family, for that we can always be in the know about what we're doing, where we're going, and how we're getting there. So make sure y'all go ahead and check that out. Um, should we talk about how the logo came about? Sure. All right, we're gonna talk about how the logo came about. Then we're gonna do an Arkham mail. Then we're gonna get back. Okay. So the logo, the logo, the logo. If y'all haven't noticed, the logo is three light bulbs. And one of them has a brain in it. Again, it goes back to the Aka Minority. The Aka Minority plays on the fact that we're we're awkward in our th- in the way that we th- in the way that we think amongst the society public. Like the public had the public the public consensus seemed to be one thing, but we always are against the grain. Like so ever since we met since '09, we always was in we always were different from the way that everybody else thought. So when I came up, when we came up with the podcast, it was the awkward minority. But then we was then we we're gonna bring Lady Godiva on. So it was the so we so she was like you should name it because I was telling her I wanted to name it the awkward minority when we was trying to merge both the podcast. She said oh it should be the awkward minorities. So that's how it became the awkward minority or something. I, I forget. 
it was gonna be the the some I forgot I forgot the Aqua minorities Aqua minority. No, That's, it was something else, but we we came up with the Aqua minority, and I love the name. I love it. Yeah, I love the. I love. It. I forgot what the. I forgot what the name was. But some. I forgot what the. I forgot what the name was. Obviously, I, it was a long time ago. That was a long. Jesus Christ, that was a long time. That was a long time ago. The yeah, the Aka minority. I so know. You, and we were over here talking about. Oh no! It was only two years ago. It turns out it was longer. Yo, the podcast. The podcast has been going on for close to three years now. Oh my god. Fun fact: We started it on your birthday. Yeah, and I, I got, yeah. I got, I got to finish this light bulb story before I forget. So, okay. so when you get the minority awkward, right? You got three light bulbs. Two of them are blank, and the third one has a brain in it because you are the awkward minority, as in you actually have this thing called the brain that you use to come to conclusions as opposed to just fitting in with the rest of what society got to do. Now, the original logo, I remember the original logo, it wasn't the light bulbs. The The font was still the, the, the name. The font was still the same. But I remember it had like I was going to use circles. And I felt it was too deep because I had like a, a purple, two purple circles and a gold circle. But I felt like that was too deep and too. I felt like that was too metaphorically deep for people that they wouldn't even that they wouldn't even get it, and they'd be like, "What the fuck are these circles?" Because mm-hmm. you know you got the right. Because you know you got the wrong answer. You know, circles represent circles can represent the wrong 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 answer, wrong answer, right? Or you have two, or or circles can represent you have two of the same, and I think I was gonna have two circles in a square. The awkward minority, the black, basically the black sheep, or or we could have just did a black sheep, or we could have had a black sheep, or we could have had a sheep for the lo- for the logo with the awkward minority around it. Mm-hmm. We might actually do, yo, don't steal these ideas, man. I'm be at y'all <laughs> dough, like, hey, bro, yeah. So we 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 should do a black sheep shirt because that was the awkward minority is basically in essence just the black sheep of society. You think different. You are you are a, we didn't have outcasts in mind, but you are a, you are an outcast. Like you are a misfit. You think differently from others. Remember in Brave New World, when Brent, when Brent, when Brent Bernard, when Bernard was thinking differently from everybody, they outcast his ass. Like, oh, you don't believe in Fordism? Oh, you, oh, what? You think sex is for pleasure? You trying to have sex for pleasure? Oh hell no! Nah. Get this, get this nigga. You reading? You read books? You have feelings? Yo, they was like, you have feelings? You feel things? Remember they cast him out. They cast him out. They cast him out to the island. Remember, because they thought he was going to... Was, yeah. was, remember they thought... Because that's why when we first started the podcast, I wanted to talk about it on the first episode, but you had never read Brave New World. So I wanted to make sure... I wanted you to read it so that we can actually discuss that because in essence, it's almost like we're in this utopia of living in that Brave New World island that they sent Bernard off to. So that's why we say we're giving you the key to unlock your mind because in that book, it's like they didn't want anybody to think differently from them as in as in regular society now. So what you did is you shipped them off to be with the rest of the free thinkers so you can control everybody else. So we're trying to get you free. Yep, come on home to us. <laughs> what's that? What's that Jay Ivory line? We're trying to get you free like Kuta Kente, like and, and um, never let you down. Yo, that's a good. He's a good poet. 
I'm trying to get us free like Sin K. Yeah, so shout out to him. But yeah, let's get let's do let's do Akamel. Let's do Akamel. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little we're gonna do things a little differently nowadays. But let's get to, let's do Akamel. Pick one. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, The Awkward Mail. The Awkward Mail is sponsored by Spike Lee and his new movie, Black Klansman. In theaters Friday, the Black Klansman tells the story of Ronald. McDonald, not just playing, tells the story of a black man in Colorado Springs who becomes the first police officer within the ranks. And the first thing he does as a police officer is infiltrate the K. KK. Based on a true story, this movie will take you to places you never knew existed. And did I mention that this is based on a true story? It is in theaters this Friday. Thank you to Spike Lee and everybody involved in this movie for making this movie and sponsoring this podcast. Now let's get to this Aquaman. Okay, this one's fairly short. Um, style for an Afro hair very curly from emotionless. I'm a guy and have very curly hair to the point it doesn't fall down, forming some kind of fro. The thing is, it's always really messy, and I don't think it's a very stylish look. Jesus, have any kind of hairstyles that works for Afros? Well, thank you, my brother. How you doing today? Um, I, I, um, I do actually, and they didn't, this, this is going to sound like an advertisement given the fact that we just did an advertisement, but I promise it's not Lady Godiva to let you know. We don't get any checks from Cantu. Cantu hair products is the best way to go. Now, Bonner Brother, there, at first I was very iffy about theirs. Theirs is, uh, theirs is $15. Like, I remember they sent me some product and I appreciate a shout to them, but theirs is $15 and it works. It works well too. But I. But but women love the smell of the can too because it mixes the coconut butter. It mixes the cocoa butter with like a with like a nice another scent with like a olivera scent, and then you mix in your polo red or whatever polo you wear because you gotta wear polo, my man. You gotta be wearing polo if you have if you have a curly fro. You have to join the ranks of wearing the polo. We are the polo gang. We are the polo hair gang. So you have to wear your polo. So when you mix in your polo with that scent, ladies love it. I'm giving you a tip. Lady, Lady Godiva, don't I smell nice? Yes. See? See, ladies love it. So if you get that Cantu, it's $5. That's all you got to do is buy the Cantu, the styling cream. When you when you, when you you get in the shower, you know, you rent, you wash your hair or whatever, you sulfur free. Listen, look, ladies, I remember the stuff y'all tell me. Sulfur free because people really be writing into the podcast like, you better be using this on your hair because it won't for don't fuck up you. Don't fuck with your pretty hair. I appreciate y'all calling my hair pretty, but my hair is handsome, motherfucker. But anyway, so you use that on your hair. I mean, so you use the sulfur free shampoos and you use in the, you could eat, you can either use leave in conditioner or you can use the styling cream. You don't use both because then you'll just be over, then you'll be just overdoing it. So you, when you, whenever you get out the shower, while your hair is still wet, I don't care about that. They be saying, they be saying damp, but you, but you got curly hair, so you can't wait for it to get barely dry. I mean, barely dry but still wet. That's that's that damp shit they talking about. Just get a get, you know, put it in your hair. You know, put it in your apply it to your hair. Like, see, I don't. It's hard giving out advice because you don't know. How this person watch? How this person do? This person know anything? So it's like 
You want to tell them the basic shit, but then it sound like you just tell them the basic shit and make it sound like so. Anyway, you separate your hair and then you know you part your hair or whatever, and then you put then you put the then you put the gel in there. I mean, you put the put the cream in there and then you shake your head, and then it when your hair dry, then it's gonna be fresh free. Trust me, it's gonna make your hair look nice. I use it all the time. It's only five dollars. That shit be lasting for a good close to two months or close to two months. You can, and right. you can actually and you can actually put a lot in your hair if you want to. Don't you don't even and you don't you don't really need. I know since you got a curly afro, you're going to want to use a lot, but you don't have to use a lot. A little bit goes a long way. Hope I made sense because I don't I don't I'm not a hairdresser, so I don't know. I think I think I helped my brother out, man. Shout out to the curly hair gang. We out here. We out here. We survived in the summer because boy knows on the warp tour it was very very much a sweaty scene. Oh my God! I, I bet that experience was amazing. Yes, it's, it's amazing every year. It has been amazing every year since two thousand and eight, and has now come to an end. Twenty four years they was doing that tour, and now it has come to an end. I appreciate everybody that showed up. I appreciate everybody that came up and got the free the free food. I appreciate everybody wow. that said they love the podcast because yo people really running up to me saying I love black people. I love that when they said it around a group of when they said said it because I was standing when I'm standing around a group of white people they just come up and say it. I appreciated that because it, it it made for a funny reaction because the white people don't know right not you being you being weird or what they didn't know what the fuck because I didn't tell nobody that we was doing that I was just like just do it I didn't tell nobody that y'all gonna be doing that I was like I don't know how these white people keep on walking up to me saying this shit I was like this how I was like this how white people interact with black people now. They probably thought y'all was drunk. They was like, why these white people keep on running up the hill saying they love black people? (laughs) (laughs) And why he keep on walking off with them? I wouldn't walk off with that person. (laughs) Yo, shout out to to everybody. But yeah. uh, Hold on. Hold on. I got a new... I got No, I'm going to transition. Have anybody anybody that's listening to this? Have y'all been watching Last Chance You? I heard I heard Joe Button and Rory and Maul talk about it on their podcast and Parks. Shout out to Parks, Joe, Rory, Maul, and Parks of the Joe Button podcast. I heard them talking about it last week, and I was like, okay, this is somebody else again talking about the show. I'm gonna check it out because like in a two two week span, I heard like five people talking about it. I started watching the show, and I want to know what is everybody else's thoughts on it because I enjoy watching it. But I got so emotionally invested by like the by the by the end of the first season, I got kind of I got kind of pissed off at the coach, and I don't know did anybody else get the same uh, same feeling of what the fuck going on with this coach? Because this coach really seems like he's an egotistical person, and I want to say that these kids win in spite of him, not because of him, but in spite of him, because he really don't seem like he coaches shit. And if I finished, and I finished season two, and I feel like season two felt like it was like an amped up version of season one. I enjoyed it, but I was like, like the the, the yelling the coach was doing didn't bother me. I just felt like I don't want to spoil the show for if y'all haven't seen it. It's it's like it actually if you haven't seen it, Last Chance You is about a university in East Mississippi. It's East Mississippi Community College. It's where a lot of football players go when they mess up their opportunity at a D1 school. A D1 school is a Division One school. You go there, when you go to a D1 school, you're considered to be the top athletes in the world, right? I had a cousin that went to a D1 school. 
He messed up. I mean, he messed up. He had to go to Troy. Then he then he was able to go from Troy to another D1 school. He fucked up again. <laughs> I forgot where he went after that. Then I think then he would have had to go to Jacksonville. So he had to stay in Alabama. Then he had to go to he basically had a cousin that had come on fucking up. I had a, my brother actually had to go to a, um to a to a, to one of these to one of these junior college powerhouses because he in, in high school he had he had scholarships or whatever, but he messed up his knee. So he was trying to rehab it. So he went to so he went to Butler. So he went to Butler Community College in what is that North Dakota or whatever? It's a that's a that's one of those powerhouse schools where it's just like they're beating schools by like sixty thousand points to zero or whatever. And then, then as y'all know, my brother got like heart problems now. He got like one lung and shit, so he can't play football no more. So that was out of the question. But he so he was on so he was on the track to that to that um stuff. So I get so so basically what I'm saying is everybody at that school they either they either looking for a second chance because of injury or bad decisions or whatever whatever. Again, just to just to clarify, my brother didn't make no bad decision. He just got an injury. Okay, uh, just Christ. I ain't trying to look. I ain't trying. To, I ain't trying to throw no lies out there in the streets. Now, y'all can Google me. Y'all want to. Anyway, so the so the university supposed to be for 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 kids that you know looking for a second chance or didn't get a second chance or didn't get a chance. So it's a really great documentary style type show. But I feel like at the end of the show. That he was actually treating the kids like a meat, like a meat product. Like there was a product. Like I get, like if you notice in the show, he's talking as if I don't want to, because I don't want to spoil the show, but I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it at the same time. But I want y'all to watch it and let me know what y'all think. I think a lot of a lot of dudes that watch this, a lot of dudes that listen to the podcast probably seen the show because it's about football. We know we love football, so let me know. Let me know on Twitter. You know, Javaris is on Mars. J A V A R I S is on Mars or you know the Squire Tales on Instagram or whatever. Let me know what y'all think about the show. I really want to have a discussion about this because I I have some I have I have some theories about this coach cuz I don't like the coach. Let's be real. I don't like the coach. I can already tell from the get-go he was one of those I know everything, get the fuck up off me things cuz at one point he was arguing, why the hell are we having a long ass discussion about this? At one point he was arguing with the damn coaches. And I was like, okay, he is that coach. I thought he was one of those I know it all type people. Like my like I have a small dick in my pants, so I'm a, I'm gonna have a he had a Napoleon complex without even being short. That was the interesting thing about him. Like he had a like he had a dick slinging contest. He had a dick slinging contest. That's that like he has he has one of those. He has one of those bravados. Like he walk around having a dick slinging contest. Like my word is law. Let me show you how type thing. So anyway, I didn't even mean this. I don't even know right now. I talked about it for a long time, but yeah. And just to clarify. Cause I don't need, cause I don't need my mother calling me. I don't need my mother calling my phone. Just to clarify, my brother didn't do no no crimes and nothing. He just had a knee injury. Cause she really will. Yo, your mom. That's another thing. How many times have your mom called the show? Called you about this damn show? Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Be like, yo. So what y'all like? I can't even. I'm like, can I do the show in peace? I'm a grown. I'm a grown man. I got hair on my chest. Don't be calling me about no show. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, so that so that always been a fun that out. So that was so that was a, that was a, that was an interesting thing. But yeah, yeah, y'all let me know because I want to know. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. I, I just started watching season three. Season three seems like it's gonna be funny because the coach is from Compton and the coach is white. So he was like. <laughs> 
He was like in the game banging and shit. Like he Whew, that's funny. You know how they say don't they, you know how they always say if you see a group of black people and it's a white dude with them, don't fuck with the white dude because he's the craziest. <laughs> I haven't I haven't got too deep into this season, but the but the dude is from Compton. He played football at Compton. He said he was in the gangs in Compton. So yeah, this motherfucker crazy. And I can already tell he's about to be crazy. I love that. I love it. I love it. I, I fucking love it. I love it. I love it. I love I fucking love it. So I can't wait to get into season three. Because I was done with season two. What's the name of this series again? It's called Last Chance You. Okay. We're not putting y'all on to nothing new. And we already acknowledge who 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 put us on to this, so don't don't start no bullshit. Cause you know people like to go, oh, you acting like you found something. I said this was I already know this wasn't new. I just had no interest in watching it. I seen my brother watching it one time. Yeah, that is funny. Like we try to share stuff that we've you know we've seen doesn't mean that we discovered it. It's just. Pass the shit along. Just like y'all need to be out here watching Shameless. Shameless Shameless new season on Netflix, by the way. Oh, the show Last Chance You was on Netflix. Nice. You should watch you should watch it and get mad with me. It's gonna make okay. you mad. You're gonna make the yeah, cause it but you might get mad at a different thing. You can get mad at the yelling. I don't mind the yelling because I already I already had coaches that used to yell all the time. <laughs> that was part of the game. That was part of the game. You're gonna yell and I'm gonna look at you like whatever, bruh. Especially when I know I you. Jacob gonna get some yelling. They gonna get some yelling at Jacob when he play football. <laughs> Jacob, what the fuck is you doing? Jacob wants to box. Me Jacob gotta have a discussion, man. I gotta see how his hands. If Jacob's hands ain't right, I'm not letting him box. It is, it, they are right. They I are ready no, no, I don't care what you say. I gotta see for myself. I gotta see right now he can box. And I can listen to mama. Oh, they is right. I believe you. They probably I'm, jo- I'm joking with you. They probably all right, but me and her gotta have me and her gotta have a good discussion about that one. Okay. Cause I can't have my can't have my can't have my boy out there looking loosey goosey. Right. Then I got knocked upside the fucking head. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. I can't wait to read the second awkward minority. Uh, male, I mean. Okay, before we get to that, what is your favorite male that we have ever done? <sighs> you asked me that now after a hundred episodes. You know I can't even remember the last five minutes. Hold on. <laughs> Man, I can't remember any of the podcasts. People, people will come up to me and quote the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, in the streets, on the tour. And I'd be like, what the hell is this person talking? Like, I have to, I'd, I'd, I'd be having to play it off. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They probably talking about the podcast. We don't remember none of this. This is not scripted. <laughs> remember I used to quit? Remember I used to quit in every middle, the middle, in the middle of every episode up until, I forgot what, what episode I stopped doing this in. But in the middle of the episodes, I used to always be like, this shit trash. Oh, my God. Yes. And we and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> she used to have to, yo. We, that's why I'm like, I'm shocked we got to a hundred because she used to have to talk me off a ledge. I we would be in the middle of talking. I'd be like, yo, this is whack. <laughs> this is trash. I'd be like, this is trash. And then it get quiet. She'd be like, no, it's no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. And I was like, 
okay, whatever. Like, I thought, no, I was like, man, I want to hit this bullshit. So I just, we, I used to just put it out because fuck it. Y'all was lit. Y'all was lit. At some point, at some point, I mean, I was like, because y'all was listening from the get go. So I was like, what, what the fuck ever, man? They, they listening to this bullshit. We're going to put it, we're going to put it out. I don't like it. And then I let well, them. I'd like, I'd like to say it's not bullshit because this is how we feel. This is how we react to things. And this is, this is like our daily conversations anyway. So y'all get an insight on what we talk about. <laughs> Gotta let me finish. And then I listen the next day and I'm like, oh, it's not bad. You know, you know what was so cool about the, uh, the podcast earlier on, especially I'd be like listening to every single episode you know, and um, it would let me, it would make me laugh all over again and smile all over again. So, you know, you know it's good when, when that happens. I'd be like, I'd be listening, man, all, all throughout this tour, I've been having to listen to the episodes. Because they be playing it, because I'd be recording it, then they'll listen to it the next day. I'm like, can y'all, like, can y'all at least go all the way in the back and listen to this? No, nah, we're going to listen to it right here. And at first, it seemed like they were trying to do it and just to be funny. But I was like, oh, y'all really do be listening to the podcast. My bad. Wow. That is so cool to me. Just, don't listen to the just don't listen to the podcast in front of me. That's weird. Because I, I can't laugh at the jokes because then I seem weird. I know, right? And then, like, you be cheesing from ear to ear. You remember when we would be listening to the episodes at the same time? And like, yo, that was funny, like. Man, yeah, we'll have to play the episodes back because I had to convince myself that was good. But yet, yeah, so yeah, man, man, because people be looking at you all weird. Like, why? What you laughing at? Then you let them hear, and they be like, "Is that you?" Right. So yeah, so that was always funny. But my favorite, my favorite Archimel was the Pam. Pam was my favorite Archimel. I I have to say, with the awkward male, I just love. I like the um. The reaction that we get from it, because it's like we we don't read it beforehand, you know. So when we do read it, it's like we're re- you're really listening to our first time reaction to it, and the advice is coming straight from the mouth, like it's not, you know, it's not scripted, you know. So pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't. Yo, shout to Mishi. I just opened up I Twitter. I just opened up Twitter. I just opened up Instagram. She blind as a bat. <laughs> Jesus Christ, she got some thick ass lenses. But she, I think she low key trying to flex on us. I see that Michael Kors on the on the side rim of the lenses. Tossa, look how thick my lenses is. No, we see that Michael Kors. She ain't tricking us. <laughs> me, me, she been a lo- me, she been a long, long ass listener. I think she been here since the beginning. Her and Tina. Yeah. Tia. Tia. See, I can't even remember. That's uh, to be funny with you. Be real with you. I thought that was gonna be the last episode we ever did when we did the Tina episode. Yeah. I was like, man, nobody gonna listen to this because I just went the fuck off on Hillary Clinton. Yo, we used to be. I had no, cause I hadn't. Cause mind you, I can't. I come from a radio background. I did radio in high school, which is really funny. Cause my program director from high school, she's still the program director at the big, the big station in Atlanta. I don't know. Oh wow! She was like, when, I used to have to tell you, you know, you're great if you would talk more, but you never wanted to talk. And I used to be like, it's two o'clock in the morning. Why the hell 
am I doing any talking on this radio? Period. Nobody's listening. I used to think nobody. I used to really be. I used to really think that nobody listened to the radio until o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no. Because I one time, one time on the radio, I I'm gonna have to find the clip. I'm not throwing it. I'm not throwing it in this because it will never. It's not gonna live forever. Fuck that. I was talking. I was talking about because because at one point because at one point I got bored and I told her to bring me two mics. She was like the fuck she was like whatever 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 boy whatever if this is gonna make you talk more so i used to do this thing where i had one mic the the pitch of the voice was changed and i had my regular mic so i was having conversations with myself i was like yo i was like yo you know welcome to such a, i'm not i'm because 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 we didn't get fined for this so i'm not gonna that's why i didn't say that so i'm not gonna say the radio station name welcome to such an you know well Welcome to the Aka Minority. Welcome to Aka Minority Radio. I am your boy Punchline, and you are listening to the Quiet Storm. Now I don't know whether or not you heard about this, but Jesse Jackson, Jesse Carjack, Uncle Tom Kipnapper, had a couple words for Barack Obama, the running, the running candidate Barack Obama. Then in the other voice, I go, "What he say, man? Oh, you didn't know what he said? Nah, what he say? Well, I'm have to, I'm gonna have to whisper this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Listen, listen close. Okay, I'm listening." He said he wanna cut Obama's nuts off. He said what? First of all, why you yelling? But I said he wanna cut Obama's nuts off. Who would say some shit like that? I know, right? It's like you're almost mad that you didn't become president back in. I was, I was, I was very grimy. It was very grimy. Like that, that segment. Was very grimy, bro. I went in on Jesse Jackson. <laughs> we have to talk about Jesse Jackson another time, but I really don't respect Jesse Jackson much. Jesse Jackson, Uncle Tom Kidnapper, like my pimp, like my bitch, a pimp. <clears throat> Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, I really don't feel do a lot of things. I feel like Jesse Jackson and Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. Are the first form of a certain thing that I will elaborate on in the future, but it's not a good thing. It's it's a cult. we're not gonna say culture versus. They are people that put themselves in position to be seen like they have something to add to a movement that they have done nothing for. Dick Gregory, like I mean, what however y'all regard them two people as, Dick Gregory is the act. What you think they are, Dick Gregory actually is. Dick Gregory was ready to die for that shit. Martin Luther King told him, yo, bro, you got a gift in comedy. I got this. You go do your comedy. Dick Gregory still showed up. Like, hey, bro, I'm still here. What's up? Like, Dick, Dick Gregory Dick Gregory is everything that you believe those other men to be. The other men just opportunists. But we ain't gonna go, but we ain't gonna go there. But anyway, so that was some shit I used to do on a radio show. Nice. I used to have fake, I used to do fake call-ins. It was hilarious. You know, this is Bill. You know, and it's Bill. This is Bill, man. I just want to say I'm listening to your radio station when I'm riding in my van, riding in my big Tonka truck. We just riding down I-85, and baby, I'm just listening to you. And I gotta say, it's a good show. I really like that show you got, man. I really want you to keep it up. And could you play some of that good stuff for me, man? You know that stuff I like. I'm like, hey, Bill, I got you. Then you play um Young Bloods. <laughs> I know you're waiting for daddy. It won't be long shot of patience because I'm coming for you. 
Riding dirty down 85, slow taking it easy. I don't want nothing to keep me from you. See how I mixed that together? Because he said he was riding down I 85. But then we'll get some real people calling in too. And it'll be all kind of funny. I, I love the. I, lo- I already told y'all about how the. If you could just name a football player for the Atlanta Falcons shit, so. I ain't do too many. I ain't do too many fake ones because then we start getting the real ones. Because you gotta get the ball rolling. I learned that in radio. If you do, if you get your friend to call in, then everybody else want to call in. Nobody wants to be the first one. Right. Used to get the ball. Used to get the ball rolling. So yeah, I had I had fun doing radio, but I didn't have fun doing radio because it was two o'clock in the morning. Right. <laughs> so oh yeah, she. Yeah, be, be in school tired of here. They be like, "What's wrong with you, man? I ain't get no sleep last night, bro." I, I swear, my diet consists of my diet consists of Coca Cola and ice cream. I believe you. Like I didn't never like I was never like I was always tired as fuck. I was always tired as fuck. Man, but, but yo, I bet you wouldn't, you wouldn't take that back though. Like you, you. Enjoyed that though, right? I enjoyed. It. I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of. I met a, at the time. I met. I met a lot of people. I met young. I met at the time. I met Young Jeezy. Young G. Oh no, I can't say what I was about to say. He ain't about to. Cl- I, I didn't do it. I didn't say it. I remember. I, I reword this. I met Young Jeezy. It was at the time where I can't say the station again. It was at the time where his his he had. I think it was his his album leaked, and he was on the he was on the radio. And he was real mad about that. He was real mad about his album leaking. I met, I met, I met Ludacris, Ludacris friends of my mom and shit. Now, Aww. so you know, I met, I met a lot, I met a lot of people during my radio time. That's how, that's how I ultimately got my Beyonce interview. If you like it, then you should put a ring on it. That's why Beyonce kicked me. Ain't got nothing to do with the radio. I just like saying Beyonce kicked me. I should put it in my bio. Beyonce kicked me once. Yep. Cause she did kick me. It was like a playful. It was like a just for just for context. It was a playful kick because I asked her a question. I asked her who who was the person she would love to the beat up or some shit. <laughs> it was like right after the it was right after the Kanye West moment on stage with Taylor Swift. So I was trying to so I was trying to be a good journalist and try to try to alley oop it. And she knew what the fuck I was trying to do. So she gave me like a nice little love kick. Like hey motherfucker, I thought we was friends. Like I thought we was friends. Okay, I thought we was friends. Don't ask me no questions. She's like, that's very violent. <laughs> I'm not to just share a lot of clips because I gotta find that clip. It's on YouTube. It's just like that's very violent. I was like, hey, bro, I'm just opportunist, okay? Watch people look it up and say uh, interview with Jesus Shuttles. <laughs> Beyonce violently, Beyonce violently kicks Jesus Shuttlesworth for the Awkward Minority Podcast. And then she got to come out putting out. Then yo, don't do that because then she got to put out a statement. That's yo, we done did a lot of things on this podcast that I just sit back and laugh because I when we when I accidentally because it's it's out now when I accidentally mentioned that Ricky Martin was married mm-hmm. and we didn't know that and I didn't know that wasn't public. I didn't know that wasn't public information. And then they had to put out a statement like, yeah, he married. Oh, that was yeah. nuts. You would think you would think me telling the story about Mark Jacobs and his and his um and the and the posting his ass on the internet would get more traction than Mark Jacobs. Be, I mean Mark Jacobs, um Ricky Martin being married. It's like okay, he was living la vida loca. See where you are living la vida loca. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of that, living la vida loca. This this don't have nothing to do with that. 
we do have a if you haven't noticed a lot of people have been asking because when joe budden has shared us on his instagram people start asking what well, we're gonna have him on the show we have a no celebrity policy if you haven't never noticed that was cool though that was a like, like we we were cool about it, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's the way you at the gear and this that and the blood, you know." <laughs> I didn't pay no attention because we because we know because we know a lot of celebrities, so I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I got really I got really hyped for a moment because I was like, "Yo, shit!" I got hyped because I was like, "Yo," because I because I knew what to do to our numbers. And I was like, damn, it's going to do some nice things for our... It did do stuff. My favorite part about that is people was like, yo, I listen to your podcast that you're going to have him on. You're going to have Joe Button on, but he ain't on here. But I stuck around because y'all some funny motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, thank you, I guess. That's a compliment. Right. But yeah, Don't we do... But yeah, we yeah, but yeah, we do have a um no celebrity policy. I did that I did that because I wanted this to be something that was about us too. Like I didn't want it to be clouded by hey, they know such and such. Now when we got here us mentioning stuff with people, we say it in passing and they're never gonna be on the show because we don't want it to be about that. Because when I did the magazine stuff, it was always about what celebrity they was gonna get. And it became this rat race where you'll be friend well a whole bunch of industry people will be friends with you. So that they can be in the issue. So instead, so you had to deal with all these. So you had to. So you had to deal with all these fake friendships. Some turned out to be real. So it's like it's good I was able to manage that shit well. But you always had to deal with all these politics. And as Lady Gaddafi would tell you, I don't even like humans. <laughs> so I'm not about to deal with this whole. I got an album coming out Friday. Can I be on your show? No. Right. It's only one way for a celebrity to be on our show. And none of them are going to do it. So they're not going to be on our show. I think. Actually. It's a couple celebrities that, that could possibly be on our show. But a, but a vast majority of them won't. Because it's one policy we have. It's one, it's one rule. It's, only, it's one rule that trumps the no celebrity rule. And I'm not going to tell it to y'all. For y'all don't start harassing people to be on the show. Because then y'all start harassing people. But it's one rule. And they're not going to be. They're not going to buy it by it. So. No celebrities on the show. I'm sorry. But it's, we done did hundred episodes without him, so I'm pretty sure we we straight. Yo, it's a lot of insi- it's a lot of industry insiders that thought we wouldn't do no numbers. That thought I num- that thought we weren't gonna last, or we gonna we weren't gonna do numbers, and nobody was gonna listen because we we said I w- I said I'm gonna have no celebrities on the show. I just wanna throw that out there. Really? It's a I lot of them. Like they ain't got shit to say now. They ain't got shit to say now. Everybody love the podcast now. But when I said I'm going to do a podcast, it's like, oh, shit, you know, my client such and such would love to be. How the fuck your client going to love to be on a show that I haven't even created yet? Mm-hmm. So I was like, so that was like, I was like, no, nah, we ain't going to do no celebrities. Oh, for real? Well, why would people? Because people thought that this pod, people thought that podcast was supposed to be this celebrity driven notion. And we came out here and we don't have no celebrity guests. Shot to Candace. Yes. Candace can be on the show after she become a celebrity. Shout out, to, shout out to Sad Girl. That's Mia. She can become on the shot. She become a celebrity. Shout out to everybody that have been on the show. Shout out to, shout out to Danielle. Danae. Shout out to Danae and Danielle. I did that on purpose. I, I didn't know what kind of shot I could take at her. Because she's not on here to defend herself. And then it sounds awkward because only me and her do that. Do that. I don't know where the hell it started from. 
But that was a shot. That was a shot, Danae. I took a shot. I called you Danielle. That was a shot. And you can't even defend yourself because you ain't even on the podcast. Let me stop for she pop up. Danae know that she my homie. Danae know she my homie. That was a shot. I just, that, was, that, was, that was a place for shot. But anyway, what was I talking about? But yeah, a lot of people didn't think we would be able to do numbers and that it was going to be loved because we didn't have celebrities on and that whatever. I don't know what they thought was going I don't know who the fuck they thought they were playing with. But y'all showed them. Y'all misfits. I appreciate you, misfits, because y'all misfits really showed them since day one that it didn't matter what the hell was going on. Y'all was just addicted to the personalities on the show. No, that's real love right there. Which is funny because a lot of them don't even know. I thought a lot of the traffic would come from my blog. Right. But so many people don't even read my blog or know I had a blog till right now. Or when I mentioned <laughs> it on the podcast before, they was like, yeah, people was like, yeah, the blog? Like, yeah, a pretty popular yeah. one that we a lot of people read. We both, yeah, we, look, we both got blogs that people read a lot. <laughs> Lady Godive approaching, approaching one million loveaholics. Oh my god, it feels so good. <laughs> so yeah, that's so I thought a lot of traffic come for that, but it but but it it do like I it's like a more it's like thirty percent of the people are from the blog, mm-hmm. which is fun. Which is funny. I thought it was, but anyway. So all you haters, how you doing? We still here, episode one hundred. Got got a lot of people listening. I don't know why, cause we just be rambling. Like right now, we just be rambling. We don't have topics. We don't have topics on the show no more. It just rambles. Yo, that's another thing. Okay, we're going to get to the Aquamel. We used to have this thing where we would text each other during the week with like articles and we'll have like a long description. We used to have descriptions before we got into something. So we'll be like, the other day I was reading an article and it was talking about the, the, the business of the poor. And it was talking about how stores like... Goodwills and the Dollar Generals take advantage of the goodwilling nature of the poor and the fact that the poor have no other options. So instead of giving them high quality items, you know, we'll write detailed, right? We'll be detailed. Now we just be like, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. We never talk. We'll, I guess now we try to keep it fresh. We don't even talk to each other about what the hell we want to talk about no more. I know. It's like, you call. All right, let's go. All right, like we we just we just be we just be ready. I think because because now we done got used to it. Now it's just a, it's a regular thing now. Like right. we'll write a, like sometimes we'll write a list now just for we can remember some things. Yeah, somebody mentions some they request something to. Yeah, we write down. Yeah, yo, we do take our requests. I know it don't seem like some of the some of the stuff we talk about is from requests. We don't do a whole podcast episode of request anymore. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring it back officially. We're gonna bring it back and give it its own section. Like whatever you want us to talk about, no matter how poppy it is, no matter how non poppy it is. I shouldn't say that. We're gonna we're gonna do we do it gonna be like two it gonna be like three three topics. Two topics. We got to keep it to a minimum. Yo, the Whitney Houston. The Whitney Houston. Bobby actually it's Bobby Brown. The Bobby Brown document. The Bobby Brown movie gonna be lit. Have you seen? Man, you have to see these come. Bobby Brown doing crack, and he talking about some. You know, they always consider Whitney Houston to be this little princess. And I'm Bobby Brown, and I'm bringing her down 
Man, this shit about to be so fucking lit. Bobby, Bobby about to be. He, that is, it, it's made, it's made by BT, so you know it meant to rhyme. They meant that shit to rhyme. I'm Bobby Brown, and I'm bringing her down. Like this movie, but I'm ready. We watching this shit as a family. Bobby Brown about to beat man. Y'all know I love Mr. Bobby, even though I whoop his ass. He tried me. That's a funny sound clip when you was like, and I was like Bobby Brown. I wanted to ask Bobby Brown about making that crack chicken, and you was like Bobby Brown to beat your ass. He'll hit, he'll slap you or some shit. Now and I was like, I beat man, I beat, I beat my man. That, that's my funny clip. That's my favorite clip. When I said I beat my brown ass because I really would do that shit. Don't try me. Man, this show, this show makes me sound so. This show makes me sound so aggressive. Cause I'm always talking about whooping somebody ass. We always talking about nothing. If you boy. Right, we always talking about fighting people. But okay, let's let's get to, okay. We can go back to some other stuff, but let's get to the Aquaman, man. One is lengthy. My husband cheated on me with a 16 year old from No Name. Scooby Doo? Yo, actually, okay, hold on. What I love about these Aquamels is how open y'all are with us because she really put her name in there, like her full government name. I changed it to No Name because no, some stuff should not be in the open. Like, I love how open y'all are. Like, y'all are share y'all legal battles with us. How y'all trying to get the custody of your children. How this, that, and the fact. Y'all are share y'all most intimate moments with the misfits in us. And I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay, so I've been with my husband, who is 45, for 17 years now. We've got two children who are 7 and 11. Recently, our relationship has been struggling. Bit deep down, I thought we both loved each other, and my husband had never spoken about or showed any signs of wanting it to end. However, last weekend, I took the kids away with me while my husband stayed home. We got back home, and everything seemed normal until my husband's phone went off while he was in the bathroom. It's always that bathroom, man. Uh, when I looked at it, it was a message from a girl saying, I hope I didn't leave it at yours. This immediately made me suspicious, and I confronted my husband, who eventually admitted he had met with a girl who was just 16 and said they had kissed, but nothing more. But I later found two condoms, one in the house and one in the car that I knew had not been used with me as they were flavored and we had never used flavored ones. So I'm pretty sure my husband has sex with a 16-year-old. <laughs> okay, but even worse, he loves her and wants to end it with me to be with her. I just don't really understand it. She's 16 and I've searched her up on Facebook. She's a model and gets hundreds of likes on her pics and loads of comments from boys. My husband is not rich or anything like that. So what could she possibly want from a 45-year-old man? But they both swear they love each other and he wants to start looking after our kids. He wants her to start looking after their kids. I just don't know what went wrong or what to do anymore. I'm from the UK, so the sex wasn't illegal. I'm truly disturbed by this. All right, Kelly. 
Is that you? No, seriously. Because no. this is this is like this makes me feel like, you know, how a guy knows that he's gay, right? And then he goes and marries a woman. But the entire time he knew who he was, right? And then after years and years and kids later decides he wants to stand up for himself and, and go do him. That pisses me off. <laughs> like, this pisses me off. Like, y'all been together for 17 whole years. Wow. And the fact that she's a minor, like, your child is almost her age. You have seven and a, an 11 year old child. What the hell? So it's just going to gloss over the fact that this woman is underage. This is a child. He's having sex with a child. I don't care about right. the... I don't... What the, what, what the... Yo, we have to talk about how my friend, my friend while we was on tour, he ran into his his his, boy, his ex-boyfriend and tried to pretend like I was his new boyfriend. And that shit went all the way bad. Uh, the dude... We'll, we'll get to that story next week. But let's just say the dude was like... Yo, yo, your boyfriend looked like the type that would fuck Rihanna, and I had to hold back every. I, I had to hold back, because in my mind I'm like, why is that a bad thing? And I was like, wait, my puppy pretend to be gay. So anyway, we'll talk about that later, on the next episode. But yo, this is crazy. So, what? You are actually a grown ass man. You're 45 years old, so you're a grown ass man. I know, I know that's a, I know it's a double, I know that's a, I know it's redundant. But when you're forty, but you got to throw out the forty. But this man is forty-five. He's not twenty. Even, what I I didn't even want a sixteen-year-old when I was sixteen. Mm. So I can't. So I cannot imagine what a forty-five-year-old would want to. You want to leave? Imagine leaving your wife for a fucking sixteen-year-old. You gonna leave your wife and kids who are almost the same age? Personally, I would get my kids away from this creepo, this sicko. Yeah, cause I mean, what kind of example is that? And I don't care what damn, that, I don't care what state you, I don't care what country you in. That man is sick. That is a sickness. And that's common in a lot of countries overseas. It's common. Like even girls as a, at the age of nine or eleven get married to old men. Oh, and yeah. it, it's not by it's not by their will. By the way, it's yeah. forceful. In other and countries, so, in other countries, you're already married. In other countries, you're already married by the age of ten. You just have to be become of a. You just have to be, have your childbearing hips. Oh my gosh! So it's and a very disturbing thing. Too. And this is another thing, like you know, there's already a lot of divorces going on in this world, and it's. I don't think that people people realize how devastating that is and it's like um it's like a trend now like oh divorce let's go have a party you know and it's not something it's not funny like you know so a lot of a lot of men go through midlife crisis around that age even though that you're young but they don't i guess you know like women they go through menopause around that age and then they just feel like they're missing out on the world and that they're aging and they need to feel young again. Feeling young and doing young people are two to totally different things. Now this dude is a damn sicko. This dude is a complete and utter sick-o. Oh. 
having sex with a 16 year old when you're 45 is some sick shit. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you if the person if you if you that person and you listening, you are a sick motherfucker. You are a sick individual. You can't even you you only have a full functioning brain at 16. You're under the man, that's sick. I what you what, you do know that it's 45 year olds that you can manipulate, right? With money, right? That you can t- that you can tell what to do, and they like to be domesticated and all that other bullshit. Because that's the only reason why you dating a sixteen year old because you can get away with bullshit. That's the only way I can. And or you just fucking sick in the head and want to get your ass beat. What the, what is hell? What the hell's her parents? Right. God forbid. I, I'm not even trying to throw this in the universe. So I ain't gonna say the words. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say the names. But I wish a motherfucker. Would, I wish a motherfucker. I, I wish my, I wish Maya would say she dated a forty five year old. She twenty one. I would whoop her, I would whoop his ass. Get the fuck on. How dare you? Don't nigga, don't you shit your sweaty balls up in my damn couch to my like, yeah. I'm dating her. That's my boo. You better boo your ass about it, man. You need to get your kids yeah. and leave. Leave that mess. Uh, leave that fucking mess. Uh, since it's apparently legal, leave that mess alone. Let that this motherfucker. You know they remind me of. I'm not even trying to be. Fun. I'm not even trying to be funny. You know they remind me of. Remember on Shameless when Frank was fucking the sixteen year old. Yeah. That's what this remind me of. Like I'm not even trying to be funny, but that would it remind me of. This is sick. This is some sick shit. But you know, also like. How she go? How she gonna watch your kids? The kids are what fourteen. No, two, two. They're seven and eleven. Eleven? How your kid? I wish it would be like daddy, daddy's she girl. Doesn't, she doesn't know what went wrong, and you know it's it's a lot to do with social media too. Like, or you just dated, or you just dated a pedophile, and he was hiding it for a lot of years, or he was suppressing it for a lot of years. Yeah, you might as well take your children away from him. Because he's a fucking pedophile. He's a pedophile. He dating a 16-year-old. He's 45. That's a pedophile. Get the fuck. You didn't do nothing. You didn't trust me. You didn't do nothing wrong but be a grown-ass woman. That's what you did wrong. You was a grown-ass woman. I'm not even trying to be funny. You're a grown-ass woman. Obviously, he wants some some young poon thing. It's a it's legal in y'all in in, in England. Oh Lord have mercy. So God bless you. Get the fuck away from this loser. Yeah. You can let him know that we yeah. think he loses. Let him know that you think we Matt, just play this when he come home. Just have this on a loop. And just take care take everything in the motherfucking house. Leave this loser. Because it's gonna get worse. You shouldn't you you are you are a strong woman. You do not deserve to be around no loser ass dude that's gonna leave you for a fucking sixteen for some sixteen year old. And that's the thing too. Like, if you stick around, then that's what your children think it's it's okay for them to, you know, either be with someone like him or be that person. If he hits you, you in, just like just like the great philosopher J. Cole once said, just change, just change out. He hit you. He hit you when you went back. You officially stupid. Oh yeah, I understand. That's your man. You've been together for some years, but we both know that. But we both know that's a bad look. Cause twenty years from now, your daughter probably get her ass whooped. So twenty years from now, your daughter probably get cheated on. So it's like, don't set that example. It's a double disrespect. Cause he's cheating on you, and he's cheating on you with a young girl, with a super young girl. So that's that's is nothing. Least least you can look at this situation like 
is nothing you could have did to save this person because obviously he a sick ass motherfucker because he's not cheating on you with another 45 year old he cheating on you with a 16 year old that's because he wants somebody that he can control he can't control you because you're a grown-ass woman and you'll and you'll and you'll put him in his place so he needs somebody he can control because she probably think this shit is a game like oh i'm dating a 45 year old he buy me mcdonald's and shit like that like that's some shit like that's some shit she get off on like that's some shit that's all she got that's all he gotta do for her yeah, you're a grown ass woman you want more so you want more so he can't handle that because he's a fuck boy so you leave this fuck boy and you go far away from this fuck boy yeah do yourself a favor you and your children good lord he'll fuck he'll, that's a that's some creepy shit i know oh that that was creepy that was creepy i can't even transition to what i wanted to say no more Cause he fucked up the mood. I was about to say I got a playlist out with Apple Music. It's called "And and Breathe." You can search Javar Squire on Apple Music in my play, and the playlist will come up. I'm gonna add more playlists soon. And the first playlist is, is is strictly for exercise purposes only. I said it in quotation marks. It's four hours long. I don't know why the hell I made it four hours long. If you you probably ain't gonna make it past an hour. <laughs> And I really, I, I, I made sure to use some newer songs mixed in with some older songs. It's it, uh, towards towards the three hour mark. I had a night. I did a nice block of only Prince for my old for our older listeners. If you're into that, you into some Prince. I put Prince in there. I didn't put no Purple Rain because you shouldn't be having sex to no Purple Rain. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> only want to see you. That was creepy. Cause we had an argument on the bus. We had an we had an argument on the bus about that. It was like, how you didn't put purple rain on here? How you don't got purple rain on here? Let's go crazy. I said, first of all, do you not get the theme of this fucking the theme of this playlist is supposed to be some nice slow songs, sexy songs. Let's go crazy, not sexy. Purple rain is sad. People cry to purple rain. Purple Rain is a sad ass song. It is. So yeah, I made sure I put I put some new school, I put some old school. I lot of y'all, lot of y'all not gonna, lot of y'all not gonna notice it, so I'm gonna say it. I put I put Party Next Door freaking you, and then I followed it up with Jodeci's freaking you, cause you know, cause all they wanna do is listen to some Jodeci. Yeah, I put so I put the I I was getting my little DJ on, like I I coordinated everything in the set. It start the playlist starts off with um Are You Ready by by um by Trey Songs. Okay. I can't sing right now, my voice is fucked up. But it's it's it flows it flows well. So you so you can, so you can just put it on and look at it like, yeah. You know I love music. <laughs> yeah, it's a great it's a great four hour playlist of just music to put you in the mood for the night. Y'all have a kid, y'all can name it after me. Y'all, everybody listening, y'all have a kid, feel free to name it after me. <laughs> name it after the podcast. Name it awkward. Shoot. Name it awkward. No, you can name it after me. Name it Jay. Name it Jay. <laughs> Jay Vars. Or name it Kadir. <laughs> Freaking you. I really could have just did Division. I could have just interswitched division and in, in her her songs and people would have had no problem with it. That's true. Tank, I put I put some good songs. Tank, I got I got Tank on there. 
Division, Trey oh. Songs, The Dream, Prince, Barry, Barry Wright, Practice What You Preach has to be top five songs of all time when it comes to Oh What Their Mouth Do. Because he said, he said, you've been talking all this shit. Now it's time to practice what you preach. He said, you've been talking about how you're going to put it on me. Now you got to practice what you preach. Barry, Barry White voice scared me if I was a woman. That should have scared. That should have scared me. Women talk about how they like deep voices. That should have scared me. Practice what you be like. Whoa! Be like, hey, my nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Practice what you. Barry White said you've been talking about how good that Punani. Barry White really made a song about you. You been talking about how good that Punani is. They gotta practice what you preach. Very white the man. Very white is the fucking man, man. I don't hear nothing bad about Barry White ever in my life. Cause he he made a song called You Better Practice What You Preach. You got Bobby Womack, Thompson be thinking lonely now, waiting till tonight. I was clearly meant I was clearly meant to be a R and B singer in the eighties. Or the seventies. Now nah, they was in the seventies, but I wanna be in the eighties. Around Bobby, now nah, I want to be around Bobby Brown. Probably got me hooked on crack or some shit. <laughs> hey man, hit this line, hit this line, though. Hit this line, man. Bobby Brown do do seem like the type of person that try to put like, try to get you to do drugs, and if you when you don't want to do them, he'll try to sneak them in your food. This movie gonna be wild, man. I can't wait, yo, BT. I cannot wait for the Bobby Brown movie. I cannot fucking wait. I can't wait. Bobby Brown, you know Bobby Brown already say he had sex with a ghost. What the hell? So I can just imagine. He said the ghost is riding him, man. He said he woke up one night at some, some, I believe him because he said he woke up one night at some mansion in Atlanta in Georgia and a ghost was riding him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I believe him. I believe him. I believe him. Yeah, what is that thing called? Concubine or something. Concubine. What is it called? Where? I don't know, but if I I don't I don't, I, I don't know, but I know my grandma used to say that the devil riding you when you um not riding you as in riding you like that, but when when you remember you know old people be talking about some oh that devil riding you when people when young people be acting all crazy. Yeah. But oh that devil riding you today, huh? He had a different devil ride. Yo, Bobby Brown. I wasn't gonna put in there that he when he kicked Madonna out his dress when he kicked um I think he said he kicked Janet Jackson out of his dressing room one time too. And Madonna. Not at the same time. Oh, Madonna wow. Madonna was getting it in with a lot of black dudes. Madonna was just humping around, humping around. I remember Madonna was trying to like oh, Prince was my friend. That, who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck how many times you had sex with Prince. They don't they don't give you the right to fuck up his damn tribute. She fucked it up so bad, even Stephen Wonder couldn't say that shit. I mean somebody asked us one time, do we think Stephen Wonder could see? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Yo, but Money Jones, shout out to Bo Money Jones, but Money Jones is very adamant about the fact that he thinks Stephen Wonder can see. That's crazy. He seen he said his friend seen Stevie Wonder in a TV star, store in like the nineties trying to buy a TV. 
I ain't saying Stevie Wonder can't see or can see, but he be having floor seats to the Lakers. I'm just gonna throw that out there. He dirty. He I don't know right now he can see or can't see, but he dirty, but he filthy rich. Cause if you can't see, you front row at the Lakers, and you can't see. My how rich are you? <laughs> this man Steve, this man Stevie Wonder like yo, just take me to the game so I can feel the breeze of the players when they run by. That's rich. Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder goes to the game so he can feel the so he can feel the wind of the players running by him. That's rich. That ain't fucked that that's rich. I ain't even trying to be funny. I'm be if you can't okay, if you can't see and you go to a basketball game, what else is gonna happen? I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm trying to I'm trying to make him seem cooler than the cool. I know. I'm defending you, Stevie. I don't believe in money. I like the money. Y'all know I love the money. I don't look at the nobody else in life. That's all. I don't look at the. I don't look at the two people, Liv and Sweeney, and and the money. Liv and Sweeney in, in fashion, in the fashion. Y'all probably don't. She she runs married. She runs one of my favorite brands ever since I was a youngster. Married to the mob. Shout out to her. But my money, but money and Liv and Sweeney. They're the only people I look up to. And but money is very adamant about that. So Steve Barry, Steve, I about to say Barry White. Steve, I done made Barry White blind. Stevie Wonder, I got your back, man. And <laughs> nigga Barry White said, "You say once I love you, you never go back." You said there's a lesson that you're gonna teach. Here I am, baby. Practice what you preach. It's just you and me. I know it's a lot I can do to you. There's so many ways I can please. Well, baby. <laughs> you say once I'm with you, i never go back. You say there's a lesson that you're going to teach. Well, here I am, baby. Practice what you preach. Yo, shout out to Isaac Hayes. I remember he did Divorce for South Park. Can you imagine getting in trouble with Barry White? I wouldn't take him seriously. Right? Like, I hear your daddy. You know you're supposed to clean up their dressing room, right? You know, I told you to clean up that laundry. Why you didn't clean up that laundry? Like, hey, bro. You said that's a lesson. That, right, bitch, get the fuck out of my face. Like, get your deep voice ass out of my face, bro. I hear my share of lovers. Some say I'm damn good. But if you think you can turn me off, baby, I wish that you would. Cause you keep all oh, you just keep. But Barry White was in the studio dreaming about that for Nanny. You're selling me this and telling me that. You say once I with you, I never go back. You say there's a lesson that you're gonna teach. Well, here I am, baby. Practice what you preach. Yeah, that's my song. I gotta go, I gotta go listen to that. I can't have this thing. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Barry White, man. Barry White really was out here saying, I said there's a lesson that I'm gonna teach. Well, here I am, baby. Practice what you preach. Like... 
It's just you and me. Yeah, that, I like that song. I like that song. Ooh, we got one more Aquaman. All right, see, not that I get side, I get sidetracked. Okay, let's get they do this Aquaman so that we can get out of here. Y'all can enjoy y'all day. Somebody the other day from my high school days reached out to me like, hey, what's up? And I thought it was like some spam. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'll participate. I was like, hey, what's up, man? It was like nothing much. Da, da, da. I was thinking about you the other day. And I was like, the fuck? Where the fuck is this going? Like, I don't know. What? What? And I was like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm just on the war. So, you know, you got to humble. You got to humble. I humble. You got to humble flex on people you haven't talked to in 10 years. Like, oh, I, I, you know, I just, just on the war tour or whatever. What you up to? Same old shit. And I was like, man, you know what? It made me think of the great philosopher J. Cole again. I never understand why niggas never got shit to do. You know the saying? Same shit, nigga, different day. I never felt that. No way. Because I'm, you know, then he start rapping and flips and chips and I, flips and suicide of those. So if I fuck six, it's like I got six and six. That, yo, J. Cole could really, yo, J. Cole just put out a freestyle. I haven't listened to it or whatever. But he said, he was telling people to send him beats. Cause he murdered and everything, but anyway, it made me. It, I, I want and this person that reached out to me, I wanted to be petty, but in the moment, I said, No, just humble flex on him and go about your day. Like, I didn't continue to come. He was like, Oh, that's what's up, bro. And I left it at that because you're right. What is there to say to people you really don't like? Because, but, I, but I'm pretty sure this person that you don't like, they didn't cost you a million dollars because this person I'm talking about, they cost collectively, they cost. Well, six of us, it cost off six of us a million dollars. I think what one point either six actually it was one point five. It was one point five million dollars. They cost they cost four of them cost the six of us one point five million dollars because they were shady ass individuals. 
So if so if I can go so if I can have a conversation with this person even if it's as short as it was because I'm pretty sure they wanted a longer conversation but I ain't had but I, that friendship is not there no more. I think you can go to a class reunion and have a conversation with them. I didn't even know they still had class reunions. Yeah, like, I thought I they got rid of that because like I think my class like my class was trying to do that and like there was there was um emailing everybody and I was they email which is funny they were emailing everybody on on Twitter on Facebook and it was like yo we trying to go to Panama City I don't know whether or not they did it but again I wasn't about to go to Panama City with a whole bunch of drunk white people in the middle age with a whole bunch of drunk white people in their late twenties because I knew I knew how that was gonna go because I knew how it went when we was in high school so you wouldn't even so you were drinking when you were illegal just imagine now and y'all and most of y'all got kids so y'all leaving y'all kids behind for the first time for a while oh no it's, that's gonna be ugly i already knew how that was gonna go oh i didn't tell y'all about the story huh i just realized i didn't even tell the story huh <laughs> and you didn't ask so i didn't i wouldn't go volunteer the story you were gonna ask you want to hear it yeah, of course. I never told. I think I told you this before, but it was a long time ago. Because it was a long time ago. Do not Google this. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a block you. If you Google this and you t- and you tag me in it, I'm a fucking block you. I mean, I'm a. De- I'm a. I'm. A, I'm a block you, and I'm a. I'm a. I'm a log on. I don't even log on to Instagram. I don't even log on to the Aka Minority Instagram. I'm a log on to that one. I'm blocking on there too. Okay. Y'all gonna Google it anyway. I don't even know. I'm telling y'all not to. I was in a rap group, right? <laughs> I was in a rap group. I was in a rap group in high school, and we had to, we. I'm not gonna tell y'all the name of song. Fuck y'all. Basically, I was in a rap group in high school, and it was six of us. I guess we thought we were the next Wu Tang. It was a rap group, and only two of us could rap, right? But I'm, but I'm a loyalist, right? I'm a loyalist, Lady Godiva. Tell you that I'm a loyalist to the end. If y'all remember in the beginning of this, in the beginning of this podcast, I told you how I try to keep that friend on the podcast to the very fucking last minute when it was like, well, okay, this shit ain't gonna work out. So I'm a loyalist. When you say I'm, a, I stick, I stick, I, I try to put everybody on, right? Right. So we're doing. So we do. We in this rap group, whatever. This is around MySpace. I don't even know. So I want is it still? I want is the music still up on MySpace? I gotta go look. So anyway, I was in this rap group. I'm, I'll share a snippet of the song. I, Cause we did make good music, so I'll share a snippet of it on, on on Instagram. But y'all motherfuckers better not share it outside of Instagram. Y'all better act like this shit just a. It's a secret. This is my nude photo. I'm showing y'all. Treat it like a nude. Now we passing this shit around. You got me, capiche, capiche. Anyway, so I was in this rap group and we was performing around. I I think I told I think I told y'all before I was in the rap group because that's how I met Ti and them. I told the story on the podcast before, right? I don't think so. Yeah, because that's how I met T. That's how I met Ti and Young Dro and um DJ Drama because was in me and my friend was in the rap group, and that's how we met. That's how we met them at Club Crucial because that's how we first found out about Young Dro in day one. The day one, the day one mixtape because the day one mixtape was super fire to this day. That's still some of the Young Dro's greatest work. That's still one of the best mixtapes ever put out or whatever. Anyway, I remember my friend. He was like, he's a white rapper, whatever. <laughs> He, <laughs> we was, this got nothing to do with the original story, but we was performing one night because we because when you do open mics, you perform late, and I he was on stage, and they thought he said that, and my friends thought he said the n word on stage at a club in Bankhead. But he really didn't, cause he 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 really didn't. But he said, man, he said, man, I don't know or not. We were drunk, 
or everybody else was too drunk. But when he said it, nobody moved or nothing. I'm like, y'all niggas drunk because he didn't say that because he didn't say the damn word because it's not even in the song. You know, not even in the song was performing. It was performing some song called Get Money. Get, get, get money. Get, get, get money. It, anyway. Y'all almost got me to y'all almost got me to rap. I'm not gonna rap. It was, it was some dope rappers, motherfucker. I would rap, but, but, but no. Lady could Lady could dive hurt me rap before. She know I can rap. She could vouch for me. But anyway, I was in this group with six of us, and at the time we was upload stuff to YouTube, MySpace, and this one person took a, a took a liking to it. Now when he first when when we first knew about him, he was at, he was at RCA. He said he was going to Sony and he wanted to bring us with him. But it was a couple things we had to do. He said, four of y'all can't rap. Two of y'all are good. Because he didn't know who the fuck was who. So it was like, four of y'all can't rap. Two of y'all good. I want to bring you two over. And I was like, no. I was like, no, I'm a friend, right? I'm a good friend. No, you can't bring us over. You have to bring, so you have to bring everybody. So he's like, okay, well, you got to teach them how to rap or you got to teach them how to better formulate shit. So I'm relaying. So we're working on new music and I'm relaying the message to them. But I'm not telling them who it's coming from because it's coming from an outside source. So I'm trying to keep it. You know, like you're trying to be a producer. So when you're a producer. When you're a producer okay. or whatever, you you don't tell them who's fuck saying it. You just give You make it seem like you the asshole, right? <laughs> Which is pretty funny because. When I was in, when I was in, high, I did a lot of stuff in high school. I told y'all about this before. In high school, I had a rec, I had like a, a quote unquote record label. I had a girl group. Till this day, I have a girl. I had a girl group that broke up because they thought I was trying to break them up. But it was really one of the other people in the group didn't feel that the other one could sing, could 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 sing on a song with her. So she so she was complaining to me about her, and I was trying to fix it myself. Without telling who, without without doing the same thing again, without telling her who the fuck it was coming from, so eventually the group like broke up, which is really funny because it because they was trying to sing because we was trying to do a remix of um, lay your head on my pillow, but it was when I think of you, because it was about because it was supposed to be the song. Shout to, shout to Miss Durbin, because Miss Durbin was like, y'all should flip it, and it should be a song about missing somebody, but that person is dead. Because, you know, because the song goes, lay your head on my pillow. So it's, when I think of you. I forgot the rest of it, because it was long. It was like 2007, 2006, so it was a long-ass time ago. I don't remember no more. Jesus Christ, that was a long time ago. Anyway... So I'm relaying the message or whatever, and they're like, man, ah, da, 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 da. like they trying to fight back against it. And I'm kinda, you know, you trying not to tell somebody they rap trash, but they rap trash. So I'm trying, so they fighting back against it. A couple months go by and the dude get on, he get on the Sony, and we had this one song. It was called, it was like, it was like something about Crank is that. It was called Crank, it was Crank is that. Crank is that. Cause it was when the Crump movement was out though. So it was a nice aggressive ad, crank his ad, crank his ad, crank his ad. Like it was a dope ass beat. Man, I had like a lyric I had like a lyrical ass vo verse. I don't know why. It was some I said I said something like hit your ass so many times it looked like instant replay. It was it was a crunk ass, bro. I was lit. I was lit. 
So we was performing it at clubs and shit. People was loving it, right? Mm-hmm. People loving this shit. People loving this shit, right? So it was like, oh, I want to bring y'all in. We want to give y'all this. We want to, you know, we want to sign y'all. He's talking about signing y'all, you know, because we had the hit. Because we finally, because we we're finally able to get something where all six of us didn't sound fucking crazy. And that was hard to fucking do because they really couldn't fucking rap. So we bring, so he bring us, so he trying to get us in. And I'm calling them and nobody's picking up. Called them again. Nobody's picking up. Called them the next day. I think I called them for a consecutive a month. I called them for a whole month. Nobody, nothing. All four of them didn't pick up. Because all four of them had conspired to go record with somebody else and put out music with some other people. Cause they felt like they felt like we was trying to dog them, like we weren't appreciating them. But in actuality, they just couldn't rap. And I'm trying to get the fucking deal, so I'm doing what the dude's telling me to do because that made sense. Cause the dude's an A and R at Sony, well RCA at the time, but then he went to Sony. He's an A and R at Sony, so he knows more than you, right? Mm-hmm. You can't rap. I'm putting my neck on the line because I could have just me, me and my other friend could have been like, fuck that shit. Okay, cool. And left y'all niggas and been looking like some dirt and been looking like some dirty ass motherfucking suburban kids that did you wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. We could have gave y'all that resentment, but we said, no, we come as a, we come we're a package. You want one, you got to get us all. And I would have been told to cool. You didn't want me like, okay, cool. Shit, you get on, put me on, some shit like that. That's my mentality. They ain't their mentality. Their mentality is, man, shit, you know, some on some bullshit. So they left to go do some shit with another motherfucker. And neither say it never went nowhere because they was trash. So it's like he so when he reached out to me, I'm like, man, I started chunk this thing out. But I was like, you know what? I'm be a bigger man. You cost me. You cost me one point five million that I would never had. We would never had to get back. We could have split because we, we could split it however we wanted to. I would would have split. I would split it down the middle. Everybody get their own share. So we would have been able to get the money right. And then Sony's music group, Sony's rap division went under. When a rap division, when a when a music, when an artist, when a when a music department goes under, you get to keep the money. Oh damn! So we would have got. $1.5 million for free. Man, when I say when I say sick, I was sick for years. Oh. Years. I'm talking about I would have killed them motherfuckers if I would have probably seen them. Not killed them physically. I, it it would have been a fist fight. I would have fought all of them. That's twenty five hundred. That's twenty five oh my god. That's a quarter of a million dollars each. And that's equally. And everybody needs to equally do the work. So I don't know. So the moral of the story is, if I if I if I can have a conversation with that person without killing them, you can go to a, you can go to a you can go to a family reunion. You can happily Go to a fam of a, 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 a reunion and look those people in the face. Yeah, it's like just like you haven't seen them in so long after high school. After this reunion get together thing, you probably won't see them again for a very long time, except for Facebook if you accept them. So it's like don't don't 
beat yourself up about it. Just be cordial. Okay, how are you doing? All right, you good? I'm good. All right, see you later. Like, <laughs> stun on man, stun on little haters. When you see them, be like, hey, how you doing? Act like nothing even. If what's really gonna bother them is if you act like nothing happened. Cause people love, cause people love, people love to act, people love to um say things, and think that you're gonna bring it up so they feel guilty about it. But if you never say anything about it, then they gonna feel really shitty, and then you just go about your day. Yep. I'm never gonna bring it. I'm never gonna bring it up to that person. They don't. They don't know they fucked up. They don't know they fucked up. I do. But one of them have to know that. But one of them have to. Actually, we had a, which is really funny because we had an outlier. Because it was it was six of us, but a seven, but a seventh always was late and didn't show up to nothing. And he had this one. He had this one hit. It was this one hit. I'm not gonna say the name of it. And DJ Greg Street. It's how good of a friend I am. I was like, yo, my friend got this. I ran into him. I was like, yo, my friend got this song. You got to listen to it. I didn't work at V103, y'all. Shit, I guess. Put two and two together, you can guess what station I worked at. Whatever. But yeah. So I was like, yo, my friend got the song. He was like, yo, tell him to send it to me. Because if he don't send it to me, I can't, you know. Because it was back in the day, you had to clear, you had to actually clear something to play on the radio. <laughs> yo, I still get a check from, from I guess, it's Sirius XM now. But I still get a check from Sirius Radio for playing my song. I don't I guess they. I guess it's still in rotation. I get a $3 check every, every now and then. Cause you get paid, cause you get paid royalties for shit be on the radio. Uh-huh. I I get I get like a three dollar check here now, dude. That's a lot of money. They play this shit a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm not gonna tell you the song. Fuck y'all. I'm never gonna tell you. I still got, I still got I still have the friend. Cause they had to send me they had to send me um they had to send me like a contract over MySpace for them to play it on air. Wow. Yeah, and I still get checks from that shit. So I don't know why the fuck that. I'm, so technically, I'm a one hit wonder. <laughs> I'm a one hit wonder. If y'all didn't know, it's not. A, it's. It, I wonder why it's a hit. Now I'm just playing. It's a good song. I didn't know. Not that many people probably. A lot of people probably. It was probably a lot of people that are like, yo, I be looking at that dude shit, right? And I just can't. I. I'm not saying my rap name to y'all. <laughs> they be like, now nah, I be looking at this shit. I don't never see nothing. I guess he retired, man. Nah, that shit. I just made that one song, and I didn't really like. I didn't really. That's the funny thing. I didn't really like rap. I like rap, but I ain't like rapping. Or because everybody started becoming. When everybody started becoming something, I don't really like it. Yeah. Like in this true. climate, I would have never did the podcast. In this climate right here, where everybody trying to do a podcast, I would never did it. See, I have all these little lame ass rappers for the reason I never became a rapper because I did not want to be out here looking like them. I had lyrical bars for you, <laughs> even though cranking crank his ass sound like it wasn't lyrical, but that shit was low key lyrical because we could rap. It was weird because it was like it was weird. You can tell like we was we was um directional directionless. Cause the song, the hook would be like, crank his ass, hey, crank his ass. It was like some Atlanta, it was like some Southern shit. Then you get to the verse and we like super, super lyrical. Like we Scarface and shit. You'd be like, oh, damn. Like these motherfuckers really get rap. I can't even, oh, God, I almost said something that was a racial slur. Ah, shit. (laughs) I remember he had this one racial slur in the song. 
And um, this was the friend that was always occasionally late. Mm-hmm. And he never showed up to shit. He had this one song. He had this one thing that was like a racial slur. And he didn't want to say it. And it was like a song. It was something about Marietta. And he was like, I'm not saying that. Like, he, he was like, I'm not saying that. I was like, why the fuck you put it in the verse then? You gonna say the shit? You gonna put it in the verse? And you gotta say shit? It wasn't about it wasn't about white people. It was about black people, and it was a black person that said it. So just to clear that up, I want this to bite us in the ass. Like he said something like, "No, it was a black person said some shit about some black people." It was very, it was very, it was very interesting what he said. It wasn't a bad, it wasn't a bad thing, but it was like it's kind of like you said tripping, my nigga. Like they will, like they will fight. You know, like certain places they'll fight you over some shit. So you done wrote this verse and you done put this line in there. It's a hard line. But now you gotta go to Marietta performing in Marietta and now you don't wanna say these words in Marietta because you know a fight gonna start out because they're gonna buckle your ass. Oh man, I miss, I miss the recording rap days. I used to be in that scene. I'm not I'm not rapping. I don't have no rap. I don't got no raps for y'all though. My rap if I rapped, I wouldn't know what to rap about because I just wanted to be lyrical. Like I never had like a direct I never had like a direction. Like not that type of di- I never had like a I never like wanted to make a s I don't know. I make a depressing ass song. I used to want to tell stories in my songs. I made well, I made this wrong with that. We need that. I made this one. I made this one song. I'm not going to look for this. I'm not going to my mom's basement to look for them because they're probably still down there. I made this one song about this dude that was just having the bad, the, the worst day ever. Like he got, like he got robbed. Like the, like in the first act, because I, I broke it down to acts. In the first act, he got robbed by his baby mama. The second act, he got robbed by a homeless person. And in the third act, he just got robbed in a home invasion. Like he was just having the worst day ever. Then we wrote. Then we had this one man. We used to have a lot of songs. Just a lot of, I had a lot of, just a lot of songs. We could never, we could never make the fucking love song. Good lord, good lord, we tried too. Them shits was trash. I had this song about a chopper in the front seat. It was about. I'm. I used to write songs from a different perspective. I used to write songs as if I'm writing it. For like, like I'm writing it, like I'm telling again, like I'm telling the story. Like I had a song, I had a song about this drug dealer and how he was just like he ride with it, he ride with his chopper in the front seat, in case a nigga try him or whatever. And I was singing the hook, man. I just, I swear I was, I swear it was like Lord, I swear I was eight ball at MJG. Cause you know they had this song with Lloyd, man. I swear, I swear I was hardcore. Like, I ain't talking about I was going to shoot nobody. I was like, oh, this is a song. This is the, the, the dude. The dude in the song. <laughs> Yo, I made, I, made some, I made some interesting songs. I, I swear I was Lupe Fiasco, though. Hey. I'm, not, I'm not rapping for... Okay, here, here's my promise to y'all. If we hit 5,000... 5,000... 5,000 followers... On Instagram, I'll put out a rap song. If y'all, if y'all didn't notice, when we hit two thousand followers on Instagram, I put out I put out the singing song like I prom I did the singing song like I promised. I did the um I did the Redbone cover. If y'all want to hear another cover, just get that just get get that to like eighty. I think it's like seventy five people listening right now. Get that to like a hundred or seventy or eighty, and I do another cover. But if y'all want to rap, it gotta get to we gotta get to five thousand followers on Instagram, and I I would I would legit. 
actually write a rap. Y'all can lit. And don't think, don't think this shit sweet. I know how to rap, motherfucker. Let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Actually, let me stop. I haven't rapped in years. I haven't rapped since 2006. Let me stop. Let me stop for that shit be garbage. I would try. I would try to write a rap. Let me do that. Let me do, let me, let me, let me let me let me downplay expectations. I would try to write a rap. So if we get to five thousand. I think we had. I think we had three thousand. Congratulations on us hitting three thousand. I think we had three thousand right now. So we get to five thousand. I'll drop a rap. Y'all heard him right. Oh God. We gonna get the five. We gonna get the. I, I'm for real. I prom. I promise. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna drop a rap. I'm gonna drop. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put together a full ass. It's not gonna be a joke rap. It's gonna be a full long. I'm a full long rap. I'm a full long rap. Okay. And then they're like, him, yeah. A freaking you. There's a freaking you. Yeah, but yeah, thank y'all for jo- oh yeah we yeah we had we had three thousand congratulations to us on hitting three thousand followers on Instagram. I know, oh my gosh, I love y'all. Three thousand, we got three thousand followers. We got three thousand. We got three thirty one hundred on because black. We just bought our hand in the streets, man. So we want to thank each and every one of y'all for liking us, for giving a fuck about us, for all these. For all these years, we're episode 100. Hope we gave y'all some behind the scenes as much as we could. I felt like we gave you a lot of it. I felt like we gave you some regular podcasts in between that. So, as always, we'll see you next each and every Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. We'll probably put some more facts about the podcast on Instagram, just in case we forgot some. And as always, thank you for listening, because we always forget. We love you.